When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, the Puckle Podcast! And welcome to the 271st episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-hosts. The fluffiest whimsicott. And Gator. Oh my gosh, you guys. Uh, <laughs> well, Gator, Gator was on twice a couple episodes ago. Oh no. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, there were two Gators on. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so welcome again to the Puckle Podcast, the Pokemon Underground Champions League. We are a Pokemon podcast, if you are new, uh, that talks about everything Pokemon. Uh, especially today, we're talking about everything Pokemon. We're going into the recesses of the fandom and finding some things you've probably never heard about or thought about. So, it's going to be a good episode. I'm actually really excited to talk about uh, what we have planned. Yes. But, uh, outside of that, I wanted to go ahead and ask you guys... What you've been up to in Pokemon lately? Because I know Bo here hasn't been on the show in, like, forever. So I, I, I want to know. I want to know what you've been up to in Pokemon, Bo. All right. Well, um, so last time I was on was the day after Pokemon Sun and Moon came out. And I was on the second island, and I had some opinions about the game. Uh, <laughs> since then, I completed the game. I beat my Pokedex. I'm competing in the UUTC, sponsored by Scrawn. Um, uh, candy Bars got me this really giant, fat-stuffed Pikachu, and I love it. Um, what other Pokemon things? Lots of... Mostly mostly just Sun and Moon. Um, but I did hit the point where most of you probably hit a month ago, where it was like, okay, I'm... I, I'm done playing this game. There's nothing for me to do in this game except go to the battle tree and get points so that I can get all this items. <clears throat> now that Bank's out, I could probably do more. Um, I haven't been in Wi-Fi for like the past few days, but I'll probably download Bank today and do all that. I haven't done Bank at all yet. I haven't. No, I, haven't done I, it at all. I feel like such a lazy 
Pokemon trainer, but honestly, like, I didn't have a phone for a month and a half, and I was just in the busiest season at work, and it's just been nice to just relax, uh, take some time off from everything. Um, I started writing um, a stand-up bit, actually. Um, oh, really? One of, my, one, of my, one of my friends uh, made a comment to me. We were out at a bar, and he said that a local comedy club was doing uh, open mic nights on Tuesdays and that I should go with him because I'm funny. And I was like, oh, well. All right, I'll try that. And so that's been something different that I'm working on. But yeah, I think then my next like big Pokemon goal, and I've been listening to Snag and now uh, Minor Manectric, wanted to complete a Pokedex in each gen or in each game. And I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. So I think I'm going to go back. Uh, I'm going to go try to get a used copy of Y and just start over and yeah. complete the Pokedex and then you know, and then maybe work my way all the way back. I've got one on 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 yellow version. I have a living dex, um, but I think that's oh, in pearl version it's complete. It'd be but interesting the, to do that on the uh, on the virtual console now that you can uh, transfer. That yeah, that will be interesting. The hmm. thing that I that I'm kind of upset about is I have both my red and my blue version on the same 3ds. Yeah. Oh, so you can't trade, and I, and I can't just like. Hey, these things are magically connected by the internet and stuff. Can't I yeah. just send this game over to that one? But no, mm-hmm. you can't. That's that's not the way it works. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for gold silver to drop on the virtual console. Oh, we'll man. see. Get, get in my mouth. I want those games on the Spring, virtual console. Is that when that happens? I mean, I, I think I I think it'll happen. I I think I don't think it'll happen in spring, but oh. I think they'll announce it probably at That'd E3 be, or something. And maybe not E3 because it's a Pokemon thing, but. I, well, they did, they did announce it in a direct before, so I could see them announcing it at the E3, and I would just be like, hey, the 3DS isn't dead, look at this. Yeah. So, so talk, talk, we, we, the, the show has talked uh, recently about gens, just real quick, but I, I like to say that Gen 1 and Gen 2, like, yeah, they're two separate gens, definitely, but they're almost like they're side-by-side games, because they could trade. And oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I think, way, like, I think there's, a, there's, some, there's some connections that I want to talk about later, actually, during the topic. Um, oh, okay. But I think it'll okay. be interesting. So cool. we, we can go further into that. All right. Uh, like I said, I'm long-winded. Let Jushiro have a crack at it. Cra- what have you been doing, Jushiro? What have you been up to? Well, I've not been up to much. I did play, download, and play this uh, new Pokemon app that came out. Uh, Pokemon oh, Duels. yeah. That's in the news. Yeah. We'll talk about that yeah. in the news. So I mean, it was. I've been playing that, too. Yeah. And it's it's fun. It's good. Uh, it the app itself is, is ridiculously stupid to play because of how bad it is and loading times and connection it's to got, servers. It gets better it gets better eventually. Like every once in a yeah. while it's like smooth. And so like I know the game can be smooth. But I, they did the game did one thing to encourage me to stay and it's that the first ever draw that I got was Jolteon. Oh yeah, well like the figures you get, I, I was I was expecting them to be like super ultra rare, like the EX ones, right? And yeah. I, I don't think that's the case. You know, you no, can, no, no, no. The, 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 it's, Jolteon it's, itself is rare. Yeah, it's it's, it's reasonable. Rare. It's reasonable to get the rares and the EXs. You know, it's yeah. reasonable. It and is. That, I already have um, Empoleon EX. Yeah, I've got I've got and, four I've got four EXs uh, already. I've just I got, can't remember. I got two of them. Yeah, I've got like a Metagross, a Keldeo, a Latios, and a Lugia already. So like, yeah. oh, and, I have a um, the other EX I have is um, oh my god, what's the name of this Pokemon? I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, other than than uh, Pokemon Duels, I've been uh, just preparing myself and and 
preparing for Sun and Moon that fi- it's finally out, which is uh, as the set, of course, of TCG. Uh, which yeah, is well, like, that comes out next week, sweet. right? It comes out this week, right? Correct. So shout out, uh, uh, shout out to Gator this time for real. Um, that he took first place in a Florida pre-release. Yeah, I saw that. So I just saw that also. And second, mm-hmm. uh, second uh, place was also taken by another Pokolonian TCG listener, uh, Jeremy. I won't say your last name, uh, but uh, congratulations to you both, and thanks for representing for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, oh, and it was Raiku. Raiku was the Raiku. Raiku is really cool, uh, actually. Yeah. Like, whatever. I don't want to talk about that game too much. We could <laughs> honestly. Uh, I could go. I can go into all kind of depths about that game, and I don't even know why. Um, okay, so Pokemon wise, I haven't done. I haven't done too much Pokemon wise. Um, because this was a really, really crazy week for me. Um, I've been working on a few things. I, I've had some things on the back burner that I'm working on. Um, biggest thing is I did UUTC battle this week, like I was supposed to. I, oh, I, lost, I lost. I lost. I lost. Oh, no. Um, Hanakane, Hanakane brought, like, one thing I wasn't expecting. Like, I, I've played, oh. I played a lot of Showdown, and, like, this one thing he brought, I'm just like, that is so perfect to counter my team. That is 100% that's, perfect. And that's it why was, you lost. You fought Hanekane. Yeah, that was it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I like when he brought it and like he, he did the first move with it, which I wasn't expecting. I was just oh, like, man. this is game. Like, I can't do anything. <laughs> like, I've been uh, there, man. That was game. And so I, I did my best, but I did it. I mean, like at one point, my win, con- my win condition was like mi- having a fire blast miss or something like that. So I mean, it wasn't wow. going very well. It wasn't going well. Uh, <laughs> my, my there was a bad predict and there there was a predict that could have brought me back into it and it was pretty much a coin flip um uh, and then there was and then there was the fire blast miss and it was just like yep once those two things didn't work out it was it was game uh <laughs> uh so but no good to him like he came up with like this really interesting idea which i hadn't seen before so um props to him i don't want to nice. give that away uh, but the, the good thing is we have all the battle replays. I think most battles are done by now. Um, mm-hmm. so we're gonna, we're gonna dig through them and we're gonna, well, not me personally, cause I don't want to like steal your sets and stuff, but I'll probably have, uh, Snag go through them and f- find which one he wants to commentate. And when I inevitably get knocked out next round, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because somebody else will bring something I wasn't expecting, um, I can start commentating with them with him, but. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the plan right now. I'm gonna make Snag go dig through them and <laughs> see if uh, he doesn't know this yet. Uh, oh. <laughs> but so I'm gonna make out. him. He'll find out. He'll, he'll find, find out, out tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. Jushiro, uh, um, are you competing in the UTC this year? I am not. I didn't get ready oh, okay. soon enough. Okay. Ah, uh, that's all your fault. Okay, you can have my I... spot. <laughs> <laughs> in the losers bracket this week. Um. All right. So we're gonna. I guess that's it. We'll move on. We'll go check out the news because there are there are some things that came out this week, so we should talk about them. So we are going to cue the epic music. And on to the news. So there were several things that happened in the news this week. Uh, so looking at it first, if you live in Taiwan, Singapore, Hong Kong, or Malaysia, 
you will be able to receive a serial code for a shiny Magikarp. Uh, it comes in at level 19, and it holds a rare candy. It knows the moves <laughs> Splash and Bounce, and uh, it runs from the 28th. Uh, you um, you get the code from the 28th to the 3rd, and it run and you can use the code to redeem the Magikarp until February 6th. I don't know if we have anybody listening from those regions, but if you do, please let us know that this news was useful to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a cool. shiny Magikarp is definitely useful. Oh yeah, well it comes with the rare candy and it's the level nineteen, so you just give it the rare candy and it becomes a Gyarados. Um, I'll trade someone a shiny Relicanth for their shiny Magikarp. That's fair. Um, okay. uh, Pokemon <laughs> Go is of course going to be uh, patched once again to uh, speak what? to uh, have South Korean, I believe. Uh, uh, it's a Korean language support to tie in with the release in uh, South Korea, which happened earlier this week. So if we have anybody from South Korea listening to the podcast, go play some Pokemon Go. Um, Do it. There's also another patch for Pokemon Go coming out this week, which pretty much just helps out with the uh, with uh, uh, the i with the iOS version. So that's about it, and some minor text fixes. Everybody's favorite. Um, so let's get to the big news. Uh, first of all, North America is seeing a release of the cool, like little hand drawn Pikachu 3DS XL. That came yeah. out in Japan last year. It's going to mm. drop in North America on February 24th. So it's pretty cool. Uh, it's a little, it, it's kind of cute and it's yellow. So if you want a new 3DS XL that's yellow with a little Pikachu that looks like it was colored in by a six-year-old, it's all yours. Uh, so uh, the next global mission was also announced. You know those things that we fail all the time. I was going to say, the, do you mean our next failed mission? Our next failed mission, uh, the third one, is going to have to do um, – we don't know what the target is, but we know it's going to have to do with the GTS. So, Oh, uh, GTS it, trades? That's easy. Yeah, so mission. it starts J- January 31st, and it goes until February 14th. Um, so hopefully we know more later this week. Um, so let's get to the two big things that are happening this week. First of all. Uh, Pokemon Bank was finally released in the United States in the softest launch ever because that's how Pokemon Bank rolls. Yep. Uh, we have to go in soft because if not, we're going to crash Nintendo servers. Right. Well, that's that's why I feel like they're doing all their big online things. Like Pokemon Go. Like, could you imagine if that had been? Yeah, that was so release? soft. That, that was soft. That would have just like the very first minute it was, it just would have crashed mm-hmm. been dead. Uh, so Pokemon Bank is there. Uh, you can now upload everything from your Gen 6 games and take it to uh, Gen 7 once again. So good luck with that, guys. Um, you can also bring your stuff over from your virtual console games now. Uh, it has been proven, though, that uh, I think there's a way to get around it. But um, if you try to transfer a Mew you obtained through Red and Blue through the glitches, mm-hmm. you won't be able to get it in your uh, I- into bank. Oh. Yeah, right? Doesn't that suck? So I bet you could find a YouTube video on how to do it. Oh, uh, I think there. I think somebody worked a way around it. I bet um, you. I bet you. Verlistify has a tutorial. Uh, Verlistify. <laughs> Let's I not talk about does. Verlistify. Let's not talk not? about Verlistify. He's a Poketuber. We're allowed to have differing opinions. Yeah, I know we are. <laughs> <laughs> I know we are. I know we're very well. Allowed. I just don't want to. I don't want to have. I don't want people to know my feelings about things. No, your uh, feelings have already been shared. <laughs> I it, it, no, I'm not a, a big Verlissify fan, but uh, he does have some solid facts. Yeah, I, I mean, he does. He does sometimes. Typically, anything he has though is stolen from like another YouTuber or website. 
it's uh it's not really typically it's not like his original idea or anything so back to the news yeah back to the news uh so uh, the second big thing that happened this week is what uh, Jushiro was talking about beforehand. But Pokemon Duel launched on iOS and Android. Uh, softly, again, nobody knew that this was happening. They're just like, hey, have another Pokemon game on your phone. And so Pokemon Duel is a little bit different. And I really like this because uh, I don't know how many people are aware. But back in the day, like by back in the day, I mean like 2007. Pokemon it was Gen 3. It was Gen 3. I remember it was like 2006, 2007. Uh, Nintendo try or not Nintendo, but the Pokemon company tried to push this new game called the trading figure game. And yep, yep. you could, yep. You, the, you could actually go and you buy these figures and you walk them around a map and you spin them and it works exactly like Pokemon duel. And, uh, I like that they made it the digital form because they just canceled that like real hard. They had expansions planned that just never came out. Yeah. And because it didn't sell, it just, I mean, it didn't sell. I mean, I'm telling you, they were just so far ahead of their time. Like, if they would have if they would have dropped the trading figure game during around the time of the amiibo craze. No, well, right, yeah, I was gonna say right before then, like the Skylander. Like, yeah, right during the, like the Skylander things. Like, I think, been, I think it would have taken off. I think it would have taken off. I'd have bought a bunch. Yeah, the problem with it was that it wasn't digital. It was a board game, and nobody wanted yeah. to play. Yeah, nobody wanted to play because you had to go buy these figures and all this other stuff. And I think it would have really worked out, though, about if they would have dropped it in, like, 2014, 2013. Uh, because I think what they were missing was their audience didn't have expendable income at that time. And now yeah. we do. Like, if they would have waited until there were people people in their 20s that had grown up with Pokemon, right? You could have put those out and I would have been like, oh, man, there's a Feraligator figure in that set. And I would have gone and bought it. You know, just to have the Feraligator figure and be like, oh, I can play a game with it, though. Yeah. yeah. And and then I, I think that would have been a better entry point than just going ahead and like just dropping the game when I'm what was I like 13. And so any of you have the um, have, have or at least ever tried the PlayStation VR? I have not. No. So no. I have one and it it, it comes with a, a, a free game where you can collect figures Okay. Uh, and basically, it, you have a giant table where mm-hmm. you can have all the you basically you collect those figures by just using coins you you, you get by playing mini games. You put those coins on what looks like those um, bubble spinners, right? You put it like the yokai watch. You put oh, the coin, yeah. you spin it, you get oh, a and the gotcha gotcha pawn, yeah, yeah. So you got those, and then you put them on display, and it's so amazing, and it's so cool because you're playing with virtual virtual toys, but it's. I can't obviously like everything VR. It's impossible to to describe. Uh, you have to just experience it. But my first thought on that was, I wish this was there was something Pokemon like just like this. It doesn't have to be a Pokemon straight up Pokemon game. No, no, no. Like a virtual virtual reality Pokemon collection game. Yeah. Uh, it would be so amazing because you would put the figures on a on the table and they will start reacting and doing stuff because you know the toys come alive. And I'm yeah. just thinking, wow, that Whoa. would have been amazing uh, as a Pokemon game. That's exactly kind what of happens. Like my Pokemon Ranch. Yeah. I mean, oh it's my not gosh. necessarily a table, and it's not yeah. VR, but it it is very close. Like you pick mm-hmm. them up, and they're pretty much toys. Yeah. And you stack them. Can we get oh, Pokemon wish, yeah. Ranch? Oh can we, my gosh. Yeah. Can I get a? Can... <laughs> yeah. Oh I, mean, I want I want the Pokemon Stadium X as much as you do, Thatch. I really just want. <laughs> Uh, a, a box. I, 
I, I love that communication crap. Anyway. Oh my gosh, yeah. No, it would be it would be great. We could we could get so many things going. I have um, so many so many Pokemon on Pokemon Stadium too. Like just so many from my cool. from my cartridge games. I would really dig. I would really dig something. Like I think on the Switch it would work really well. I think yeah. it would work really well. But moving on, uh that's probably about it. Uh <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna. Oh wait, there. Oh, Pokemon Go news. My apologies. There's more Pokemon Go news. Um, so they're gonna. They're they're talking about, I believe, developing a new device like the Pokemon Go Plus that makes it safer to play Pokemon Go. Uh, oh God. So they're gonna. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how you can make it safer. I mean, you could just not be an idiot. Like. Right. Yeah, isn't it kind of like helping us being able to, you know, weed out the. <laughs> survival of the unfittest <laughs> if you're oh. driving and playing pokemon go you you know they've done a lot to stop that you can't you can't drive and play pokemon go anymore you yeah, can't right but it's like it's physically impossible dictates that you shouldn't be doing that in the first place yeah exactly it's it's physically impossible uh but whatever true. if you go under 25 miles per hour down fifth street you can still hit all the pokestops <laughs> All right, moving on. That is it for the news. So we are going to go and uh, we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We are going to quiz our co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Oh, yes. I forgot about this. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we quiz your co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Uh, so, of course, guys, you lower your browsers. There are going to be five questions today. We are going to take a look at uh, five questions. They're all Pokemon-related questions today. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So you get one minute to answer each question. You guys have one hint for all five questions, not like one hint per question yeah, but you get yeah and so yeah but if you do not use the hint and you get all five questions correct uh you'll get a bonus point at the end so are you guys Let's ready do this. i'm stoked yeah all right then we are gonna hop right on in with question number one this is a question provided to me by your your uh favorite scrawn so, right. yeah I, I asked the other co-host to try to challenge you guys so like they can directly try to sabotage you Ooh, uh, I like that. that. I'll send in yeah. some questions. For yeah, you. absolutely. Yeah. I like it. Um, okay, so this is, what is the only Pokemon whose first evolution's first types are neither of the types of its final evolution's mega evolution? Okay. Hmm. So. Could you repeat so the what, question what one is, more time? Actually? Yes, of course. Yes, I will. Uh, what is the only Pokemon whose first evolution's, its base stage, uh, first two types are neither of the types of its finals evolutions mega form. Okay, mm. I have it, Jushiro. It's Swablu. Swablu is a normal flying, and Mega Altaria is Dragon Fairy. Yep, 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 yep. You got it. Is Swablu. that your final answer? Final answer. That is correct. That is Boom. one yeah. point for you guys. All right. So uh, I have both Bo and Jushiro here. So I, of course, had to include a Gen One question. So yes. in Generation it- One. Only the Gengar line and Jinx could learn the move Lick. What notable first-generation Pokemon gained the move Lick in Generation 2? Lickitung. Yep. 
<laughs> is that is that your final answer? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's kind of obvious. Okay, so that that is correct. Uh, lick a tongue <laughs> did not know lick in Generation One. Uh, it is also the only Generation One Pokemon to gain it in Generation Two, uh, though Snorlax does gain it later on. I believe Generation Three or Four. And Growlithe Other than, also, I think. Yeah, I believe so. I be, uh, no, Growlithe does not. Growlithe does not gain what? it ever. Yep, fun wow. fact. I, I looked all this up today. I learned things. Uh, this is this is how I get good at my own Pokemon trivia skills because I write the trivia for you guys. So you guys are at two points. I've given you some uh, some softballs here. So I'm I'm going to ask you a harder question now. This one is the uh, contains a bonus point. Um, so I'll explain to you how the points work, and you guys can try to answer them. So there are four Pokemon in the Pokemon continuity that whose names are palindromes. Uh, I want you to name them. Now, you only need two of them to get one point. You need three of them to get two points. And if you get four, you get bragging rights. <laughs> so, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, a palindrome. Here. Yeah, palindrome, it means that the name, if you write it out, is the same forward as it is backwards. Oh, interesting. And this is yes. all seven gens are included, right? Uh, Yeah, seventh gens included. Yeah. Okay. Uh Huh. So. Oh, wow. There are Pokemon that read the same forward as they do backwards. All in the English language, of course, not in Japanese. Uh, you're going to have to help me here. Uh, so who are they? Who are they? Okay, who are... yeah. Sorry about that. Um, Eevee. Oh, Girafferig. Yeah. That's two. Lomomola. That's three. Oh, wow. man. Who's the last one? I forget. Um, we need that bragging rights, man. We need the bragging rights one. Um, um, oh, man, I, I just said it. And... <laughs> the mic thing threw me off because I'm obsessed Hip-hop. with weird things. No, 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 that's not spelled forward. That's not a backwards. palindrome. <laughs> no. It it um. You do you do have two points though. That is those three are correct. That is. Don't tell me the last one. How how much longer of the minute do I have? Do I have like I'll give you more I'll, seconds. I'll, yeah, I'll give you twenty more seconds. That's fine. Oh, it, um, duh, um, ho oh, oh. Yep, one hundred percent correct. Yeah, of course. That is, that is all four Pokemon that are palindromes. That's good, guys. You guys are at four points today. This is all Bo. <laughs> <laughs> You're at four Bo points today. A second after him. Although, this one, 100% credit to him, because you attacked me on my weakness, my English. All right, so question number four, guys. Uh, question number four is, what Pokemon type has no moves with an accuracy less than 100%? Mm. Oh, wow. That is question number four. You guys are at four points, by the way, as well. Okay. So, and it's you do not, still have the hint. It's not the four core elements. It's not. It's not ghost. No. It's not I'm dark. Thinking, it's not dark. What dark move doesn't hit 100%? Yeah. What? What dark, what dark move doesn't hit 100%? I know there's one. Beat him up? Okay. Beat up? I think it's an 80%. What about Fairy. Hmm, fairy might be interesting. Yes. Let's let's say that if we need a quick answer. Okay. Keep going through. Um, um poison bug? isn't not bug. Uh, ooh, I no, don't no, know. No, it's about not bug. bug. It's not a, bug. horn drill. Yeah. It's bug it's, or a mega horn. Yeah. Mega horn. Yeah. Um, um, it's not grass. Yeah, not normal. Uh, dragon. No, dragon has a uh, dragon tail. Oh, it's like seventy. Okay. I should have been writing these down. Psychic. No, psychic isn't also, isn't it? No, Psy- yeah, well, even Psy like... Wave, I think. Kine- yeah, kinesis, even. Um, kinesis, yeah. 
it's not poison. Not rock or ground. Mm, not ground. Mm. Yeah. What about ground? I don't know. Wait. Yeah, ground. Wait, wait. No. Um. Yeah. What about ground? I know it's not rock for sure. Definitely not rock. Rock sucks for accuracy. Uh, it's not ice. I'm gonna need an answer. What do you want, ground or fairy? I think. Oh man, ground, 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 or fairy. Let's, let's do it. Ground. Uh, ground. What do, what do you say? Go ground. That is incorrect. Oh! Uh, the answer is actually ghost. None of the ghost type oh. moves have huh. uh, have an accuracy less than 100. percent Fun fact. Mm-hmm. I learned that today. Uh, <laughs> I would not have got that. We should easily. How is it not? Wait, wait. How is it not ghost? How is it ghost? I mean, none of them have less than 100 percent accuracy. Which move do you think is below 100%? Um, wasn't it Shadow Lick? Force. Shadow Force, it's 100%. Lick is 100%? You Lick is 100%. It just has a very low chance to paralyze. Yeah. That was, yeah, okay. All right. They're, all, there. they're all 100%. Fun fact. Uh, as soon as I heard you say ghost, I felt really bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, but, yeah, it, it is ghost. Okay, so hopefully you guys are still at four points, so... Um, we have question number five. This should bring you back, I think, to five points. We'll see. I think this one's pretty straightforward. So I always ask one question every week about uh, Pokemon stats just to help everybody who's listening to the show get a better knowledge of the game. So what bug-type Pokemon has the highest base speed of all bug-type Pokemon? This includes okay. Mega? This includes Megas, yes. In Gen I'm 7, pretty sure it's Excelgore. Um, we should use the hint, though, because... You do get a hint. Get- we're not gonna we're not gonna get the point either way anymore, so yeah. we might as well just get the extra knowledge. But I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Excelgore. This isn't counting Arceus, right? Yeah. Uh, I think, I, think I mean it could Arceus. include Arceus. It could include Arceus, but last <laughs> week it couldn't. None of these lists include Arceus. What? That's not true. Mega Beedrill. That, that was what you said like two weeks ago. What? Mega, I never said. Oh, oh Mega okay. Beedrill probably is pretty fast. So what's okay. the hint? I don't, Oh, you want the hint? Okay, yeah, so the hint, the hint is uh, the hint is it's a dual type Pokemon. Um, it is not a Mega Evolution. I'll give you that bit. I'll give you that okay. bit. I'm pretty and sure it's right. so is only Bug though, so it is a dual type. Mm. It is a dual type. Frick. Mm. Oh, Yanma. Oh, Yan Mega. Yan Mega, yeah. Probably. Well, Yan Mega had the highest HP stat, didn't it? Just a few weeks ago, do you listen to show every week? I do. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't listened to this. <laughs> I can't remember last the last week. Before I'm pretty that. sure Yan Mega was the answer for. Oh, it might have been on the game show, the Game Corner show, mm. that Yan Mega had the highest HP. I think it was in the in the um, uh, Fuchsia Feud. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. Right. yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> I like that. Um, so well, maybe so... not Yan Mega. Plus, Yan Mega has the speed boost, so it doesn't make sense that he. Oh, um, um, Feramosa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think? Dual yeah, type. I, yeah, I uh, have to go with that. Yeah. Not mega Yeah, uh, I say Feramosa. That is incorrect. No! Uh, <laughs> the answer is actually Ninjask. Oh, my oh, God. Ninjask oh, is still... Ninjask is still, still faster king. than Feramosa. Yeah, he's still fa- faster than Feramosa. Feramosa is just under him, though. Uh, Feramosa is second. Uh, Ninjask is still reigning champ of base speed for bug type Pokemon. Dang. I should have, 
I okay. So you guys got four points. That's still valiant. That's that's what I shoot for every week is for you guys to average four. So. Um, <laughs> then, why that, did, then why did then why did Whimsic got get a free seven and not a free four? <laughs> I'd be a lot less salty if it wasn't a perfect score because that's like, it's because she was like super nice. She oh, was whatever. super nice. That, that's a given. <laughs> like here's a trophy for being yourself, Whimsicott. <laughs> Well, to be honest, she is whimsicott and we're not. She (laughs) is the fluffiest. Her fluff is incomparable. So that changes the ladders, guys, with your four points. We have Whimsicott, Shamu, and Scrawn all tied for first place with seven points. And we have Bosephus and Jushiro tied for second place with four points. Everybody else is at squat. I mean, technically, we're tied for fourth place. I don't care. It's tied for second. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as that ladder changes even a little bit, it's <laughs> it's gonna go all wonky. Just wait, just wait. But yeah, I don't know what you guys are playing for yet. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, something awesome. Yeah, I'll shoot for that one. I'll shoot for that one. Maybe it'll be a puckle ten hoodie instead of a puckle hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> How about? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, we're going to move on to – we're going to take a short break here, guys, and we'll come right back at you with the topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic. So, the topic today is going to be the Pokemon manga, Yellow Saga, which is much longer than I remembered it to be. So... (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, so for those of you who don't know, we haven't talked about the manga in a really long time. I think it's been about a year. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. It might be two. Not 100% sure. We did an episode, though, in the recent past. Uh, Bo is on it. Bo is on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about the Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green manga. Um, so if you haven't read those, I would suggest you go read them. Uh, if Or if you want to, go read them because we're going to do a lot of spoilers for this 20-year-old story. Um, and <laughs> Well, yeah. Um the thing about red and blue is that uh, it mostly follows the the game timeline. Yes, I mean it. it, it you know, you know the story of Kanto. Uh, it uh, it's it's still different. It's still very different. It's st- it is still very different. The timeline happens differently. Uh, there are completely new events. Uh, lots of other scenarios are just left out entirely. But um, and it, characters it, it, uh, that are depicted as good guys in the game or in the anime are actually yes. bad guys in the yeah. in the manga. Right, and then and then just side characters, hiker, fisherman, or whatever, they have a lot more characteristics. Yeah, it's um, I don't know, I really like it a lot better. Honestly, it, I it I was really talking I, I was talking to uh, I was talking to Misty in the car about this today before we did the show because she's like, "What are you doing on?" She always asks me what we're doing it on that day and stuff like that. I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna do it on the Pokemon Yellow manga." And she, I'm just like, this This is just like, and I'm like, she, I'm like, have you read it? She's like, I read the first volume of the Pokemon manga. I didn't read all the way through. I'm like, oh, I would suggest you read it just because she reads a lot of manga. And I'm like, yeah. this is, these are good reads. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, on and top yellow of that, is my favorite as well. I, I think yellow is a really good story, and we'll we'll get into that further. Uh, but this is just in general. Like this is going to be the first th- five minutes of this is going to be me talking about how the manga is good, and you should go read it. Um, <laughs> Definitely. But, yeah. No. I, I honestly I, I try to make because we don't talk enough about the manga on this show. Like I, before we did the TCG cast, you know, we didn't talk a lot about the TCG. But I feel like we neglected the manga even more than the TCG. Yeah. And so oh. I. I, I I, I really want to bring it back into the the limelight, you know, and just be like, hey, this is really cool. And what they could do for the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, which we're going to have in four years, right? Um, Correct. Is I would think it would be really cool if we got a legitimate anime based on the manga, right? We There's so many other animes based on mangas like uh, One Piece and stuff like that that's just been going on. It's very successful. Um, Naruto, stuff like that. And I think yeah. – I don't know. I feel like the I, Pokemon manga, the, their, I mean, the Pokemon anime story has been told so many times now. It's just, yeah. it's it's getting Spider-Manned at this point. I, I agree with you to an extent, but I feel like if we went ahead and did, I don't know, because reading these chapters, they're definitely not like a chapter per episode. Yeah. Like some, like some other mangas are, you know, where they do one or, they can get through one or two chapters. You can definitely get through the Pokemon manga. You can definitely get through like, five chapters i think in one episode sometimes probably yeah probably i mean they're they're much shorter chapters and i think i wouldn't say this would be like uh, a rolling series i think you could get up to like the end of yellow and you could satisfy all of the hey we're celebrating our season our our series again you know i think you could do that and uh personally for me the manga is just it kind of dies off after emerald personally for me I honestly haven't read any of Hoenn. Uh, it, cause, well, so after you get past Emerald, they, uh, they cut it off. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> there's, there, you don't see as many characters from past game or past manga series as you do in the other ones, which I, which I think is a shame because they do, they do a really good job integrating all of the characters yeah. up until Ruby and, uh, up until Emerald. They do a really good job of integrating all the characters. And then when you get to Diamond and Pearl, it's kind of like, okay. We're gonna Ash Ketchum this every single time. New story. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe maybe Ash Ketchum's not the right thing. Uh, I think it's more black akin and white. To, uh, no, it's more. We're it's black more, and white. This. Uh, no, it's more akin to. Uh, well, yeah, to some extent. Um, if you want a Pokemon <laughs> reference, but I think I think a more accurate description would be uh, what they did with Power Rangers. Oh. Um, and you know you have new characters every season, and you just k- stop caring about whatever happened beforehand. Right, you know? and they have a, a very similar experience, and then yeah, meet. exactly. I, I feel very, I feel like it, it feels very Power Ranger. Though I will say that every single manga um, of Pokemon Adventures, this is Pokemon Adventures specifically, because there are other mangas out mm-hmm. there. Um, but in Pokemon Adventures, you have uh, a different enough story in every single one of them from the games. Like, oh, yeah. so the the so story the reason, is very different. The reason why it changed, actually, now that you mention it, was because. In uh, Gaguken magazine, which was the ones that were publishing uh, when it was in the time of uh, Diamond and Pearl, they actually announced that we're going to cease operate, uh, cease publishing oh. uh, individual books uh, starting in Diamond and Pearl. And it was only shown and publicated in Koro Koro Ichiban. Ah. And that's why each story is kind of like a, a anime show because it's it basically it turned from an actual comic to a newspaper comic. Okay, uh, so nice. Jushiro makes more sense to me now. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's. Okay, moving but, on though. Let's let's so, talk about so, some yellow. 
Right. But the thing I was getting at with my initial point that the yeah. original three pretty much follow the Kanto game and, and yeah. the books after this follow the Johto games. Well, yellow yeah. is unique because it's, it's its almost, own story. It's set it's outside. Own story. There's no other story that mm-hmm. comes close to or can replicate it because yellow is not a character anywhere else other than nope. here. Yeah, no, it's um, it's very this is very interesting because like in the game, like you said, you can you can pick out those characters. So um yellow is actually a character from the red, blue, green manga. There is mm-hmm. a there is a small uh girl that Red runs Boy. into. Oh well no. he he sees her as a girl in the manga, which that's, makes it even more true. more that's of a mystery. True. It's not and, it's not necessarily said and, that it's yeah, so yellow, yellow is presumed to be a boy, but it's never said. It's just very assumed by the way that, that uh, she is drawn and the way she covers up her hair with a hat in the first couple of, uh, or the first couple volumes actually of the yellow manga uh, yeah. that she's a that she's a boy, but she's in fact yeah, a girl. It's kind of a big reveal. That yeah, it's a, correct. She's a girl, but yeah, I was, I was it, hoping it, we could a... try to save it, but it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I apologize. I already ruined it. Um, and so it's uh, very interesting. She has these telepathic powers. She can talk to Pokemon. She can heal Pokemon. And uh, she doesn't like to fight with Pokemon. She's very much like uh, – what's her called? Lily. Um, except she's Lily, like Lily except- Lily and N put together. Lily and, and like Basically, fused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, is who, that is who Yellow is. And so – yeah. Way before Actually, both yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yellow is uh, Yellow is just this fantastic girl that wants to catch Pokemon, but she releases them right afterwards. And she has two Pokemon, a Doduo and a uh, and a Rattata. And so before this has started, I think this is super interesting because we were talking about this earlier in the show with uh, with how Gen two and Gen one seem like one game. So po- the Yellow manga takes place two years after Red and Blue, Red, Blue, and Green in the manga. Mm-hmm. Like two whole years, which is when Gold and Silver are supposed to take place. Isn't Gold and Silver uh, three years? Three. Oh, three. Yeah. Gold My apologies. Three years. There's three yeah. years, but yeah. But so it, I think it, it's, yeah, it is a year before the Gold Silver events. <laughs> I think it's very interesting though, because it kind of like merges into the games. I don't know. Like the manga stories are just so they're perfect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> right. I, I can't I I can't explain it other than like they are legitimately everything you've ever wanted from a game, right? Yeah. And it's it's, 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 it's how a lot. You feel when you're when you're when you think about Pokemon yeah. the adventure yeah. aspect exactly it's, it's a, it, it's go on Jushiro no no it's a more convoluted storyline as well characters yeah. are it's not much just more complicated depicted as being just good and evil uh, uh black and white in, in in these mangas you are down to a nitty gritty where characters you doubt characters allegiances you doubt who mm-hmm. is where it's a lot more violent than the uh, the anime or even the games where you see oh, Pokemon actually getting hurt and and being mistreated oh yeah and so they're it's trying to just kill a people much much mature sense of Pokemon yeah yeah it's uh so this so we have yellow um the the story starts um red's pikachu nicknamed aptly pika very creative nickname uh, goes ahead and it comes to Professor Oak's laboratory. Oak is like, what's going on? Red uh, received this letter of challenge a month ago. I haven't seen him for a month. Um, and then Pika comes in. He's about to heal it. And then Yellow runs in and is just like, this is my Pikachu. I'm going to oh. let's go sit or not my he, Pikachu, no. but this is let's go, Pika. Let's get out of here. We're going to go well, find Red. You left out. Pikachu comes into Professor Oak's lab. Beat to hell. Oh yeah, it's beat. I it's mean, just, he, it's dead. he is just bloody yeah. and brutal. And he's like, Professor Oak's like, oh my gosh, you know what happened? And Pika's yeah. pretty much like, uh, Red's in trouble. 
and mm-hmm. Yellow comes and hugs Pikachu, and all of a sudden Pikachu's fine, healed, perfect, yep. brand new, just like Nurse Joy would have seen it. And yep. then, uh, and then, I mean, almost without anything, Yellow takes off. I don't know. Does does Yellow get the Pokedex before he leaves? Uh, or? so so Oak like questions him and then goes oh, ahead and oh, gives him Red's him. Pokedex. Well, he gives he so, gives. Yeah, he challenges him, and then and then Yellow beats him without actually hurting his Spearow. With yeah, without either Pokemon getting hurt. He's yeah. Going Spiro. back at this, also, we didn't mention that the fact not only did Red meet Yellow in the really beginning of his adventures in uh, Viridian Forest. Yeah. But also at the end, once um, near the end of the Red Adventures, uh, after a battle with Giovanni, he falls unconscious, and it's Yellow once again that makes an appearance and finds yeah, him, and he's the one true. that, uh, or she's the one that actually heals him back to health. Uh, and that's why Pikachu knows who Yellow is because the first mm-hmm. time they met, right. he didn't have Pikachu. That's right. You're 100 percent right. And then yeah. after it was actually Yellow who saved Red's life, and that's why Pikachu recognizes Yellow and immediately trusts her. Uh, yeah. And then, well, so yeah, so they they end up going on. She she has the Pokedex, and they're gonna go save Red. Um, it turns out that Red was challenged by Bruno of the Elite Four, and move. So. Uh, that's the backstory. They tell you that. And what I really like about this is this, this, this arc takes literally no time to start bringing back old characters, like right away. It's not oh, like some, yeah. it's not like some stories where it's just like you gotta wait a while to see her in appearance. It's pretty much right away. Lorelei starts attacking Yellow out well, of the yeah, blue. Well, well it, like right well, after he leaves Oaks, it's like, oh, hey, Bill, what's up? Yeah, Bill's there. And then, <laughs> like, and then Lorelei starts it. Pages later. <laughs> yeah. And then Lorelei starts attacking, uh, Yellow. Yellow and right. Bill, and then, then he catches a Cedra in there, but then uh, he does catch a Cedra, but he releases it, so it doesn't matter. Um, and so they they catch, they're gonna go, uh, they're gonna go ahead and try to beat Lorelai, but they can't because Yellow has a Rattata and a Dote Duo, and, and Lorelai and Pika. But okay, let's calm down. Lorelai <laughs> 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 has Dugong and Cloister working in perfect yeah. unison together. Yeah, and so then they're attacking each other. And uh, then they bring in all of the good gym leaders because in the manga you have good and bad gym leaders, yeah. and you and so Misty, Brock, Erica, and Blaine all show up. Uh, they start they start messing stuff up, you know. Because um, everything forwards. <laughs> yeah, Agatha ends up coming in at some point as well because um, there's a guy with a Marowak who's trying to steal uh steal Pika. Pika. And, and, to add, and to add a little bit of context here, so in the yellow manga, it is discovered and determined that the elite force aren't uh, the elite four isn't just the uh, elite four of the Pokemon Championship. That you mm-hmm. realize that they're actually an evil organization. They're yes. working above Team Rocket. Yep. They don't have any right, real connection, but they are a set of four evil peoples who are controlling things. And the mm-hmm. invitation for Red to go to the elite four wasn't just for him to be champion. But it also was an act of getting rid of him. Yep. That's 100% what and happened. And he's been missing, which is why now Yellow uh, has put on herself through Pika uh, to go find where Red is. What happened mm-hmm. to Red? Because Red, at this point, Red is the hero, right? He's the one. He's Neo. Yep. And he's the fear. So we got to go find <laughs> Neo. Where, where the hell right. is Red. Well, yeah. one, one quick connection. If you watch Naruto... Um, the Elite Four is pretty much the Akatsuki. Yes, they're, you're one, they're just you're this right. outside organization that have their their own um, agendas, yeah, 
and they just do whatever they need to, but they are feared as the elite four because the reason they're teamed up is because they're the four strongest trainers in the land. Yeah. Uh, Blue ends up showing up afterwards, takes yellow. They start to train. Blue being the um, girl. Uh, no. Oh, wait. Green shows up. Blue. Blue's in oh, charge blue, of yellow. Blue, right. I, blue, we're, blue let's talk about translation. This is very. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Blue shows up. I, okay. We're going with, we're going with the Japanese translation. Okay. I'm. <laughs> Because okay. they just switch blue and green interchangeably between translations all the time. Uh, so green is going to be your rival. Blue is going to be the female protagonist. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Uh, so yeah, no, you're 100% right. Uh, green shows up, takes, takes yellow and after they defeat Agatha briefly. Uh, he goes into some backstory about how Agatha has some beef with his family. Um, I also like, um, there's a line that he says when he's having a flashback to how he first encountered Agatha before the Pokemon League tournament Yeah. at the power plant. And there's a line where he's just like, you don't just start telling people your name and where you're from all the time. <laughs> and all I can, all I can think about is literally every anime episode that Ash I'm meets Ash somebody. I'm Ash from Pallet Town. <laughs> I'm Ash Ketchum from Pallet Town. <laughs> it's just like. No, that, it was a definite callback to that. It, it, it had to be, it had to be a jab, you know? And so it definitely was. It was yeah, great line. Yeah, and so uh after this um uh yellow picks up a caterpie and uh I don't know where we're going from there. I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't want to spend like 3 hours going over the synopsis here. No, no, uh, of course. And 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 that's just that's just the point. We're not going to go through the whole manga because we want to encourage you listeners to go, yeah, go read, read it. Read it. There's really so much good. going on. Uh so um so I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Uh, it turns out that Red was frozen by Lorelai, um, and so that's what's going on. I believe at and some being point, held. yeah, being held by Lo- he's being held. Um, yeah. So it turns out, I mean, I believe Blaine goes there. Everybody shows up, you know, all the good guys show up along with the Team Rocket gym leaders. Actually, they team up with Blaine and uh, Yellow to go in and save Red. At because some point, they, the Elite Four some- has to go down for whatever reason. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, they they're it, bad it guys. It was it was kind of unclear. the The plot device was yeah, they're bad but... guys. If they froze red. They can't be good guys. Okay. And so they go, <laughs> they go in there. They they mess some stuff up. They unfreeze red. Red starts the battle again. And red's got this new Pokemon. No, red was already unfrozen. Oh, he was already unfrozen. You're right. You're right. He unfroze himself by yeah. magic. Yeah. Um. But what's really cool is he's got this Eevee this time, right? Um, he, this Eevee was alluded to, I believe, in uh, in the red, blue, green manga as well. He does uh, this, appear. Uh, yeah, this Eevee, this Eevee that was uh, that was genetically modified to go between evolution states. Yeah, it was uh, uh, gener- yeah by Team Rocket. But yeah, it was it could go between Jolteon and Vaporeon and Flareon. It could be a Digimon. And so, uh, what ends up happening is there's actually these uh, three stones at the bottom of the Viridian Lake. Which yellow goes to look for, um, eventually. There's actually four of them all together. Uh, there's a leaf stone, a water stone, a fire stone, and a, um, and a thunderstone that can all be used infinite times instead of a one-time use thing. And so, yet when yellow goes down there earlier in the story, she only sees the leaf stone. And so when red comes back in and red's battling, he's got, he's got the water stone, the leaf stone, or the water stone, the fire stone, and the thunderstone. And he's just kind of using them all in this Eevee, just flipping it back and forth. And it's going and it's attacking. It's really cool. It's actually really cool. And some stuff happens to it in the in the Gold and Silver manga, which I think you guys should go read. And we'll probably talk about in the future. Hopefully not in a year uh, like we did this yeah. time. So but, it is worth noting as well that the Elite Four are so dangerous and so feared that even Team Rocket came to Yellow's aid. 
And Giovanni yeah. does actually team up with them to be able to mm-hmm. defeat the Elite Four because it's like any other Japanese anime. It's a big trope. When the bigger baddie comes in, the, uh, the old baddies join up to defeat it because, hey, you mm-hmm. know, you can't have the new baddie just kill us all. Can't um, beat him, join him. Yep. Correct. Yeah, I Which think is a very cool there's trope. Some, there's some very cool one. things. There's just some very cool things uh, because yeah. Yellow, is, for one, grows as a trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, because she has a lot of these Pokemon that she doesn't want to battle with. But first of all, she gains a, uh, she gains a Graveler from Brock. Brock just gives her one. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and then she gets an Omanyte from Misty and it, it's just fantastic. She gets all these Pokemon that Caterpie she gets. She ends up evolving all the way to a Butterfree. She ends not, up using uh, it as not like until the very end, not until the very end, not until the last battle with Lance, because so, Lance so, is a master. So Rattata accidentally evolves. That's the the bigger thing when training yeah. with the uh, with mm-hmm. Green, the rival. That's um, right. Rattata accidentally evolves, and Yellow's very upset because she liked how Ratty was before. Yeah, <laughs> but it's fine because now <clears throat> it's better. Right, but um. But then uh, Green shows her the cancel button on the Pokedex to uh, stop evolution, mm-hmm. and so she does up until the very end, and then she, just yeah, lets and then everything, everything evolves because everything is like so high leveled. And yep, all of her Pokemon evolve. Yeah, her um, uh, Graveler evolves into Golem. Does it? I don't know if it does because they actually they, they they hold true to a lot of <laughs> mechanics. In this, uh, oh, it might not have. Into this you're, game, you're, I don't remember if it does or not, uh, because the ma- the manga is very good uh, at like making sure that Pokemon don't evolve unless it's exactly like the game. Uh, yeah, it has been. I don't see it on the cover of the set. Oh, it does. It does evolve. It does evolve in the battle. I thought it. Chance. I thought it did. It does. Um, we probably broke the rules there or something. It's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'll let um, it go. For the, the, the evolution of, of Caterpie was super sweet because yeah. It ended up like boom, like there was a big attack, and it was suddenly a Metapod to be there to be a uh, yeah. yellow shield, and then it evolved again to Butterfree and was strong enough to fly yellow and Pika up to mm-hmm. the highest height to use. Um, it, it, and the move that they use, I'm pretty sure it's a Z move. It's very close. It's very close. Yeah. Bolt. The last attack that Pikachu uses in this. Um, manga, I'm pretty sure it's called I don't, I don't know for a fact. I can't tell you that for a fact. So, I, I gotta so look. One, one of re- the things that made Yellow very endearing as a character Megabolt. is the fact that uh, it's a fa- okay. it's oh, the go fact ahead. that she was very different from, from the other protagonists that we were already accustomed mm-hmm. in Pokemon, right? You have Red, which is the protagonist. Well, you also, basically, this is a, this is an original story, an original character. That I think no, that's no, the yes. biggest thing. But what I'm getting is Red is right. You're known because he's the one that has the courage and has the determination to keep going, keep going, keep going. That's his their main traits. You got Green, which is basically how Gary is, right? He's pretty egocentric. Uh, he thinks he's the best, and he's basically the Vegeta of the series. Then you have uh, Blue, which is the girl, which basically is a thief. And yeah. she is a loner, and she goes by herself, and she really doesn't have any motivations, and she found, finds that motivation as red and blue goes goes on now what's really cool about yellow is that yellow is the japanese trope where it is a powerful character but she's so sweet and innocent and unexpectedly um just diminutive that once enemies keep um what's the word i'm looking for when they see her underestimating her because she's just very she's Mm -hmm. actually physically smaller than all of them as well um, she, you can't sense she's a very, either a very feminine boy or, uh, you know, they don't know at that time that she's actually a girl. And she doesn't want any of the Pokemons to get hurt. 
So yeah. she doesn't like battering, so they keep underestimating her. And then they realize, oh, no, this girl is a powerful trainer. Mm-hmm. And we must stop underestimating her because she's basically doing everything. Absolutely. It's a different battle style. Mm-hmm. One thing I'd like to point out, um, it goes to the D&D kind of um, uh, alignment. But um, so, like, Red, I would see as the, like, lawful good character. Definitely. He's always, you know, he's not afraid to fight um, and work within the rule, but he's, you know, he's always following the rule. So think outside the box and do things like that. But he always, you know, he will not cheat and he does what's right. By the end of the series, uh, the red, blue, green series, I would say blue or I mean uh, green. The rival is also lawful good, just in a Mm -hmm. different sense, has a different set of laws. So they diff- they get along differently. They're like diff- two different gods, paladins. Um, but then uh, I would say Blue, the girl, is the chaotic good by the end of it. She was probably yeah. chaotic neutral at the beginning, but now chaotic good. But I would definitely say um, Yellow is the true good character. Because mm-hmm. she, right. um, she her her alignment isn't to any one cause necessarily. It's no. to Pokemon. And it's mm-hmm to her friends like, and she has she no in, yeah and she, she has, has no impulsion to becoming powerful that's not her goal no, like everyone right. else's she's just there to uh help pokemon and and mm-hmm. figure out what's going on i mean there, she's motivated not just because she knew who red was but also for the fact that pika was super worried about red and he was super badly badly uh hurt that she was in all this adventure to help pika because mm-hmm. she cared for pika mm-hmm. yep and, you know, it goes to show, like, you know, the littlest person can make the biggest difference. It is a really, you know, one of those really touching, full-felt stories. And as you watch her character grow and you, you know, learn as she thinks outside the box differently, because she does, she thinks differently than every other trainer. She does. No, it's it's a very, I don't know. Again, it's just one of those things where it's like, you need to go read the manga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't and we can't sit here and just give you a synopsis. You should just go read it. I mean, it's going to take also, you four hours to do it, but just do it. Yeah, and also it's very sweet, and we might want to end with this. But it's the fact that she continues to appear in the mangas, so obviously up uh, all yeah. the way up to mm-hmm. Emerald Chapter, and you see her mm-hmm. grow up from this little you know girly boy to this more physical you know female, and you see how she's changing. And and I always love that in any media where you actually see the characters. That's why I love Harry Potter so much, yep. and other things where you actually saw like freaking ash catch him that it's still 10 years you old, see them and develop now he looks yeah. like he's six um it's no, like, no this is why characters are growing along with me and yeah, I that's love why that. that's why i say they need to like make this a real manga like or a yeah, real right, anime right. like this needs to happen these are just so like if you want everybody's just like uh even myself included the anime itself is just very much a saturday morning cartoon even though those don't exist anymore um, yeah, and it it very much turned into that, right? And I mean, mm-hmm. they're starting to they're starting to come back to their roots, you know. With X, Y, and Z, they really did a good job. And I think they're doing a really good job with Sun and Moon so far. So yeah, when but, are they going to dub the rest of the episodes? Uh, they're supposed to come out very soon. I think they they like had a lag in the United States. I hate subtitles. Yeah, I know, and, but I think they're doing a really good job with Sun and Moon so far. So I, I I'd still Gorgeous. really like to see this. I think I this it. is this like every time I read these, I'm just like. This this is you know um, this is an anime. This is one hundred percent like One Piece. This is one hundred percent like something like Naruto. And yeah. 
it would be very interesting to see that just go further, like all the way up to Emerald. I would that that's my dream. You know, <laughs> take the take the manga all the way up to Emerald and okay. just do an anime. But that's not going to happen. We all know. I know. I know Jushiro is going to be on my side with this, and Thatch is not going to be. So Jushiro, I need you to back me up here. Yeah. It can't be a manga episode if we don't do some shipping. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm right. okay with that actually. Who's, who's on who's on Team Orange? I'm on Team Orange here. What's Red Team and Orange? <laughs> Red and yellow. Red and That's yellow. not happening. I think doesn't it end up being uh yellow and silver eventually? I think that's Shut what up. I, I, mean, I, it, I mean I can't I can't ship things that already happened, right? No, um, this is well, only I- this is only if you've only read up to to volume seven. If you've only read up to volume seven, I can see that. But like me in my head, I've because gone how much, farther. I'm how much of run. Yellow's motivation and determination here is based on her love for Red, the the her hero that saved her, the the person she's most fond of, helped her catch her first Pokemon. You're right. Uh, no, you're right. But I'm gonna you take know? your red, yellow, your orange, and I'm gonna give you green. Uh, sorry, blue, yellow, green. Oh. Uh, wait, blue, wait, yellow? Blue, wait, yellow. oh, wait. Are you talking rival blue? No, I'm talking about oh, blue, girl, the girl. Blue. They what? Do have, they do have a strong relationship. They have a strong oh. relationship. I I, I I don't know that it ever... It's more like a big sister, little sister thing. That's I what. Think. That's the vibe I got from it. I could kind of see it there because um, blue being the kind of dominant girl that she is... Um, Kind of did have that uh, almost flirtatious yeah. authority over Yellow, um, mm-hmm. but I never saw Yellow do any like kind of reciprocating. Well, she never reciprocated with anyone, and and even Red. I mean, yes, she wanted to find her hero, but it wasn't never romantic. And also, she was very very young when all of this happened. That's true. Well, I mean, they're all young. They're all within two years of each other. Um, right. no. Yellow, yellow, yellow is, is eleven younger. in yellow. She's eleven yeah. in yellow, and red is um, red is thirteen. Yeah. So that's only two years. That's oh, okay. Years I thought she was way younger, actually. I no. mean, that, it's not that weird, and because these kids aren't in school, or it, would, anything. it would it would be weird. It would be plus weird they, until you got up. to be like our age, right? Like, yeah. if they were if they were in their twenties, you wouldn't think it's that weird. But no. being as young as they are. Like yeah. thirteen, eleven, yeah, that's a big difference. Like a as a seventh grade, as a seventh grader, I'm not going to date a fifth grader, right? Well, and, you shouldn't be dating anybody, but yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I'm just throwing that out there as the comparison. You're right, like, you're right. No, and and that's just the culture. You have to ship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my guy right there. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so that's going to be it for the topic. We're going to take a short commercial break, guys, and we will be right back at you with the Pokemon the episode. So we will. Catch you on the flip-flop. Yep, and so that's how I make myself a fresh tea. Oh, hi. I, I didn't see you over there. What what brings you to Ver, Vermilion City? Oh, oh me? I'm just the fishing guru. I'm, I sell fishing poles. You, you, you want to try a fishing pole out? It's got a, it's got a Pokeball on the end of it, so it takes out all the guesswork. You don't even have to bait it or nothing. It's... I swear by these things. They're some of the best ever. You know, you know, it's okay. Don't I'm I swear I'm not gonna get you. Don't don't run away or nothing. One time my brother in in in, in the future in, in future future city, he caught he caught a Magikarp and it was this big. You can't see because I'm holding my hands up to show you how big it is, but it was pretty big Magikarp. I th- Here, tell you what. 
You've been such a good. Here, take this old rod for free. Thanks for talking to me. Now come, come on back to Verdit, Verdit, Vermilion City anytime you want to come see a fishing guru. All right, now show me your magic carps. Poke of the episode. And welcome back, guys, to the Pokemon of the episode. The Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex one zero two zero, Raticate, the Rat. Pokemon, the mouse Pokemon. My apologies. <laughs> it's a Alolan Gen Seven Pokedex entry says it forms a group of Rattata, which it assumes command of. Each group has its own territory, and disputes over food happen often. This gourmet Pokemon is particular about the taste and freshness of its food. Restaurants where Raticate live have a good reputation. Unlike real life. Ooh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> like, you okay. see a rat in a restaurant, you're like, ooh, this is a fancy place. <laughs> so, Alolan Raticate versus regular Raticate. What's the difference? Um, so, um, apparently, reading the Sun and Moon entry for uh, regular Raticate, <laughs> um, regular Raticate's uh, entry says, its hind feet are webbed, so it is a strong swimmer. It can cross rivers and sometimes even oceans. So, it's Alolan this- Raticate is a little bit bulkier. Yeah. It's disposition. Uh, okay. It's bulkier. <laughs> it's actually slower as well. Instead of having the base speed of 97, it's got base 77. Uh, so we're going to focus on Alolan Raticate here because it is, uh, it's Gen 7 now. Um, it's also gains dark typing, which is awful for it sometimes, but it gets some stabs. Uh, also, uh, it gets the ability Hustle as its not hidden ability, which is really nice, actually. So Hustle, for those of you that don't know, Boosts the user's attack by 50%, but it reduces the accuracy of physical moves by 20%, which is unfortunate um, sometimes. But the, it's, a, it's a decent payoff. So if you're going to run uh, an Alolan Raticate, I would suggest running Hustle. Uh, I would probably run an Adamant or a Jolly Nature. Now, you could probably get away with a Choice Scarf here because everything needs Choice Scarf in Gen 7. Um, you can go ahead and run Crunch. For the stab, you get return as a stab. It gets U-turn so you can get out there because you're a choice scarfed. And then you can also do final gambit, which I think is a really fun move. Uh, or switcheroo in that slot. Switcheroo to get rid of the choice scarf. Um, and, or you can run a life orb set where you run crunch and return, but you can run swords dance instead of U-turn. And it's fantastic. Um, of course, max out the attack and the speed EVs in that as well. Uh, that is it for Alolan Raticate competitively. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really no uh, no counters no checks no uh, counters anything with a fighting type move uh <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like literally it's not good uh it's probably gonna go into nu or pu or something once uh once the tears get sorted out <laughs> uh what does the tcg card say jushiro i, well, looked, actually, I haven't looked at the sun and moon yet yet yeah. The TCG card is quite interesting, actually. So okay. it's uh, obviously a stage one with 120 HP, which is not bad for a stage one at all. Mm-hmm. And it has two attacks. It's also a dark type, uh, a darkness type uh, card. Its attack, uh, its first attack, it's called Evil Order. Although the translation might be different, I'm, I'm reading off the um, Japanese one. It says, uh, for two colorless, search your deck for a number of cards up to the number of your bench Pokemon. And put them on your hand, then shuffle That's your deck. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. That is very, very good. 
And then like, it doesn't even attack, tell you what kind of card. Like, it's just any card. Correct. And then its second attack, it's called Endeavor, uh, which is one darkness, two colorless. It does 60 damage. Flip two coins. If this, uh, this attack does 30 more damage for each head, which uh, it's, I don't like it, of course. You have to flip a coin. It's not that good. Yeah. But its first attack is very, very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's definitely what I would get the card for. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, but it's a stage one. Like, you know, they get it out there just for that. I don't know. Maybe maybe you could do a, like a one of in the deck. Uh, well, sta- stage ones are are um are pretty good because you can mm-hmm. put them down fast enough. It's only one turn, uh, and and, the, and evil orders is double colorless. So. Correct, and the also if you throw in the fact that Radicate break does exist, mm. it just adds to another alternative. Uh, is that allowed? Oh, is that allowed? I didn't even think about that. Are you is allowed that, to do that, that though? Because that... the card name's not Radicate. The card name is Alolan Radicate. Oh, it is. Oh, well, yeah. never mind. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, I don't think you could That's do Radicate correct. break from Alolan Radicate. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Um, yeah, okay. That's fine. Uh, duh, I got a TCG thing right. Um, okay. So. <laughs> Some trivia. Yeah, on Raticate. <laughs> no other Pokemon has the same type combination as Alolan Raticate. That's probably true because it's all. And it's Alolan Pre Evolution. Due to this, it is the only normal type Pokemon with a double weakness. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you for that. Um, um, what uh, Raticate and its pre-evolution share their category with Pikachu, Raichu, Sandshrew, and Sandslash. They're all the mouse Pokemon. Um, Raticate is the only Pokemon not introduced in Gen 7 to appear as a totem Pokemon, appearing as such exclusively in Pokemon Moon. However, while the Pokemon itself was introduced in Gen 1, it uh, does appear as a regional variant in Gen 7. Ooh. So it's the only Alolan form as a totem Pokemon, basically. Yeah. It says. Uh, so Raticate, yeah, it's a Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty bad. It's, it's okay. honestly pretty bad. It's uh, its name comes from a combination of rat oh, tell me, I'm really know of rat and eradicate and to destroy Alolan. or exterminate or to masticate to chew. Relating to its mouth and teeth. <laughs> Rattata is likely just, derived from rat. You're just, you're just stretching here now, huh? Bulbapedia uh, <laughs> <laughs> literally says Rattata is likely derived from rat. Also, I want to see it. I want to see an episode no, no. of the. I want to see an episode of the Pokemon anime where Alolan Raticate <laughs> is uh, is doing Ratatouille, you know, and he's actually yeah. like cooking the food. Uh, I want to see that. No, I want there to be a Team Skull Jesse and James that has an Alolan Raticate that has like an Italian accent to Countermouth's <laughs> New York accent. <laughs> Just be there in Alola, like. Wait, wouldn't what, it be a Hawaiian accent? Where are you? No, I want him to have an Italian accent, just to be, because no one else in Kanto had a Brooklyn accent. You know, like the Brooklyn made, accent is like perfect. The accent made no sense. I want Rattata, a lowly Rattata's accent to make. He no grew sense. up in Brooklyn, okay. <laughs> well, maybe a lowly Rattata grew up in Italy because it was so much. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's Pokemon of the episode for you guys. Uh, if you want to learn more about Pokemon, you can check out PucklePodcast.com and all of the writers writing awesome articles about Pokemon stuff. So check that out. We are going to kick it on over, guys, 
to the mail. It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. Mail. And on to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink. Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And as always, we will be giving the Green Taurus badge to anybody we deem worthy. So we'll we'll see. Some people will get really mad at me now because I've completely lost track of who has the Green Taurus badge. Um, because, you know, there's like 50 recipients now. No, and you're, I, you're the worst host ever. It's okay. Oh, yeah, no. I just – I well, I just <laughs> lose track. And so everybody will like send me an email and it will be like a snide remark like, hey, hey, you read my email, but I didn't have the Green Taurus badge. And it's like, I'm sorry. I did not know this was meaning – this meant so much to you. I apologize. <laughs> you should just go through, make a list. I honestly should have a have a notepad on 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 your desk that has the list of of. I honestly need I need I need one, a list. You yeah. need to have a page that has green Taurus badge recipients to all the different social medias that we have that you need to plug. I Three. I know those by heart. Three. Or or maybe our listeners can our readers. <laughs> Just can put on their email whether or not they have the badge. That that helps me out the most, <laughs> honestly. Uh, <laughs> or that right. could quit being a, a holla. And... <laughs> so uh, for those of you who are new, this is the segment of the show where we read emails from our listeners. Uh, we typically have a prompt, but you can also just email about us about anything you want to talk about. So uh, we can go ahead and we're going to jump on in. Uh, our mailbag question last week was, if you moved to Alola, where would you like to have moved to in Alola? So let's move into it. Uh, our first one is going to be from The Real EV. Uh, what's up, Thatch and friends? It's been a crazy weekend for TCG trainers. A lot, of them have, a lot of them have been going to pre-releases, and they all seem to be doing well in pools competitively. But if Gator or Loger Shiro are on, they probably will be talking about it some. I'm really excited to see the Puckle TCG group grow. I was putting my son, Apollo, nine months old, to sleep in his crib. And I was watching him sleep. I realized his crib is full of Pokemon stuff. All the Eevee Evolution <laughs> plushes, Pokeballs, and some toys. He helps me open packs. He, asks, he, he also comes with me to the card shop and helps me play by distracting people with his cuteness. Uh, I know powerful. these mailbags get getting kind of long, and I haven't talked about the question. I, I, oppose, the different, I, I oppose the different question of the week out there, out, uh, for the Pokey parents out there. What's your proudest Pokemon achievement for your trainers? Actually, that'd be a fun episode to have, actually. Like, uh, parents of Pokemon trainers, and then we just have Snag on. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> or Locke, yeah. if we can get them. Uh, we could, I mean, we could grab people who, uh, I mean, there are probably plenty of people in the community who have them. Uh, yeah. So if you're interested in doing such a show, just email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> uh, so where would you, li- where would I like to move? Just all of Alola. Could you imagine surfing on the back of a Lapras from place to place? Looking over the beautiful blue water or flying over looking down at all the tropical beauty. It's so hard to pick a place. I think I would live on a boat going every place I can in the Lola. Uh, so that's like the people on Pony Island that like have crazy boats and just go everywhere. Uh, P.S. Some cool stuff and a picture of my son uh, who will kick my butt in Pokemon one day. And he sends like a lot of pictures, which are really bad for a podcast because it's an audio thing. Yeah. But the kid's cute. A bowl is cute. Yeah. That is true. Okay. So I think this next one is from uh, Wave Bomber. Uh, if you, whoever wants to grab it, grabs it. 
I'll take Wave Bomber. <clears throat> Let's see. Hey, you Thatchin crew. Wave Bomber here. Looks like I haven't written in since July of 2015. Yikes. Let's rectify that and catch up a bit. The UDC is finally underway, and I'm both excited and petrified to actually battle people again, especially our Sigma. Have you seen his monstrous roster? <coughs> Excuse me. It is pretty rough. His roster is pretty rough. <coughs> I haven't played competitively since I grew tired of Buffalant plop hacks. Invalidating... <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time reading here. <coughs> invalidating my otherwise good plays early last year. I took a solid eight-month break from Pokemon, starting by, completely, starting by completely submerging myself beneath the gray waves of Fire Emblem Fates. Okay, can I pause real quick and say yeah. that Puckle needs to be renamed. Um, I had an acronym for it. It was Pa-Fluckle. <laughs> no, something, it was... <clears throat> Pokemon and sometimes Fire Emblem Underground Champions League. Because <laughs> I think it was 269, but like, yeah. you guys go off on like a 10 minute tangent, and I'm like, shut up. I don't care. This is stupid. This is a Pokemon <laughs> podcast. I don't never play a Fire Emblem game. I don't give a crap about this. You should crap. play a Fire Emblem stop, game, Bo. Okay. About this. this is why you're choking right now. This is instant karma. It, the karma happened even before you said this, such as no, atrocity. Sleep deprived and a workaholic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you okay, Bo? <coughs> I'm sorry. The old, man, the old man got the best of me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Are you good? You're good to go? I occasionally breach that sea of single-player strategy RNG to improve my Smash 4 game, which was undoubtedly a breath of fresh, skillful, if a bit salty air. Inspired by some friends of mine, I made the most dangerous deep dive in my gaming life midsummer. I attempted to single-handedly reorganize, rewrite, and recreate an um, amalgamation of Fire Emblem Fates and some dude's poorly built Fire Emblem tabletop RPG as a highly <coughs> auto-calculated set of Google Sheets based on Fire Emblem Terpig. No, tabletop, tabletop RPG. Character creation sheet. See, this isn't Pokemon. I don't <laughs> care. Uh, and I'm I sorry, succeeded. Bro. However, before I could complete... A companion combat simulation calculator for the system in order to make gameplay simpler and quicker. Exhaustion overtook me and Pokemon Sun and Moon dropped. Here we go to the Pokemon part, finally. The, <laughs> <laughs> the aloe of Alola soothed my burnt out soul. But the most uplifting locale was by far Mele Mele Island's Holy City. With its infinitely cheery tropical theme song. I told totally crash in Professor Kukui's loft just to take occasional strolls through the nearby Haoli with the spring in my step. Bouncy, trouncy, flouncy, pouncy, fun, 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 flip-flops. Wave bomber. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can take this next one from uh, Silfeed, uh, Jushiro. Of course. Dear Palafafel, I wanted to talk about that Fire Emblem Direct. <laughs> no! Stop! <laughs> Stop! 
No more Fire Emblem on this show. I'm calling it a ban. No Triggered. More. No more. It's not even a, it's not even a part on the bingo card. Uh, Thatch, uh, Skype High Five. Now, what's we'll up? <laughs> hey, Thatch and crew, Sufid here. First time emailing into the mailbag. Hey, Sufid. I wanted to mention something that came up during Black Gold's email last week. They had mentioned that they were helping their local community get into the competitive scene, and you were surprised about that since you knew mostly competitive players in yours. My community is a mix of both. We have the highly competitive players, but the league, uh, but the league that I help run has many more young kids that know how to play, but just enjoy the game as it is, not getting super competitive about it. We help them to learn the ways of competitive play and run our league challenges with them in mind. But for the most part, it's just a nice place for them to talk about their newest catch to their friends. But anyway, onto the mailbag. I would say that it was moving to Alola that I would want to move to Akala Island. More specifically, I would want to move to Konikoni City. Uh, the look reminds me a lot of Johto, and it just seems so relaxing there. Not to mention that I'd be near the Battle Royale do, uh, Dome, which would be very exciting. It would be also like like going to worlds all the time. Although if you're and this is me, just here, uh, talking. Although if you're in the Pokemon world, leaving there and you go to the mm-hmm. Arroyo, wouldn't it be the equivalently equivalent of you going to WrestleMania instead <laughs> of the worlds? Uh, yeah, I would say I would say that honestly, because there wouldn't be Pokemon worlds, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, y- you would definitely be going to like Pokemon WrestleMania. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And not Super that Bowl. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I also wanted to answer the first mail back of the year since I didn't get an email ready in time. Wow, it took you uh, uh, a month. Uh, I'm kidding, Sophie. (laughs) (laughs) The first mail of the year, uh, I didn't get ready on time. And it's still January, so I have enough time to get a Pokemon Resolutions uh, in for the year. I want to finish my Ribbon Master. I've been working since midsummer to get my Smurgle named Happy to have every possible ribbon on it. It's gotten all of the th- uh, Gen 3 ribbons, and I'm currently working on all the Battle Tower ribbons in Platinum. I'm not looking forward to my continued Mason and 3 that come after that, but hopefully I can finally finish the challenge by the end of this year. Uh, and I, I want to pause right there to say, that's I've actually thought of doing this. A couple Bo literally, Bo literally said that he was going to do something like or with the decks today, right? Yeah. Oh, we yes. lost Bo again. Oh, there he is. No, he had here. to unmute his mic. mic. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, what? sorry for the long email. This is Sophie signing out. Catch you guys on the flip flop. Uh, uh, P.S. Uh, keep playing them fire emblems. <laughs> <laughs> Got to troll the Bo. Hashtag triggered. <laughs> uh, what am I doing with my decks today? Oh, uh, I don't know. You're like you had a resolution for your decks this year. Oh, right? this year? Yeah, no. I I want to go buy a used copy of Y, restart it, and play it. I don't want to restart yeah. my X. I'm fond of it, but I want to go through because this was like the first time I ever just went through and was like really motivated to just catch all the Pokemon in the regional mm-hmm. decks, and I want to do that this year with. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I like I like that Snag had it, and I like that Minor Manectric was uh, really hyped about it, and I was also really hyped about the same time. And I think I'm going to try to do it myself. All right, because I have uh, one for Gen Four and Gen One. But, oh yeah. wow, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, no, I have, a living, I have a living dex for Gen 1, and I have a complete Pokedex in Gen 4. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> and now Gen All right. 7. All right. So our next one is from Ibra. So, hey, Ibra here. Sorry it took so long writing in. It seems our Lord and Savior Arceus had different plans for me. Plans which include annexing the Alola region, helping two rebellious blondes bring the fanatic mother back to reality, and catching and breeding children. Uh, breeding his children, banishing the rejects to the Shadow Realm. Wait, wrong game. Anyways, to answer the mailbag question, I would live in Ula Ula Island, specifically in Poe Town. I love the atmosphere, the delinquents, the music, especially the music. I'm not even emo either, I think. Uh, well, it looks like I have to go and do the Lord's work. Arceus, bless you all. Sincerely, Ibra. P.S. Whimsicott is the best. Can, yeah. I, can I answer the mailbag question also? P.S.S. That's lost to a Leafeon. He really <laughs> left that out on purpose, and I just want to make, you know, uh, before they start calling us fake news, that was the whole story. <laughs> I, I kind of did that intentionally so one of you would call me out on it. <laughs> it makes it better. Um, uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, answer the question, Bo. I'm really interested. Where, where would you live in Alola if you could move so, there? So, honestly, where I'd probably live if it, if it was real life would be the motels on each island because oh, I'm, a, I'm a broke joke and I like to travel around like that. But um, if I could, like, if I, like, won the Poka Lottery and got to, like, move to a place i think i would move close to brooklet hill because um you can't really see it so much in game but if you look at the poster that came with the game um all the waterfalls of brooklet hill and the lakes and and collective pools are really really pretty and i think i'd probably move there if if i you know like i said won the poker yeah. lottery and got to like, oh, I'm going to buy a plot of Hawaii. <laughs> like, stupid amount of money. But, yeah, that's where I would settle in. So, oh, man. Uh, yeah, what about you, be, Yeah. If I would go to Alola, I would just go to um, Akala <clears throat> Island as well. Uh, mostly because Olivia is there. And that's the end of my story. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a strong, independent rock type that don't need no man. She oh, kind yeah. of is. She kind of is. Okay, and so, she's got that. She's got that stuffle. Okay, I was. I was about to say that, and I didn't want to. I. I filtered myself. I don't know about you, Bo. Uh, you okay. probably are doing a podcast today with the two most unfiltered Pokolonians. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. Uh, so. Uh, the green tourist badge. I. I personally vote for Silphied. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed Silphied. Okay, yep, same here. Silphied, submit for the badge. It's all yours. All right. Um, moving on, then we will go ahead and do a uh, mailbag question for next week. I did not think about this one beforehand. <clears throat> so, PocoPodcast at gmail.com. You can tell us, uh, I don't know, what have you been up to in Pokemon lately? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> or what, are a... your ex- what are your expectations of Alola Manga? Ooh, or uh, I don't like that one so much. Um, no? Oh, okay. Um, because I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Um, have you read the manga? Question mark. <laughs> Puckle podcast. What, what are some of your favorite parts from the yeah, manga? Yeah, absolutely. There you go. It'll be in the show notes. So, <laughs> uh, 
Um, also, of course, as always, you can do more than email us at PucklePodcast at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PucklePodcast. You can follow us on Twitter at PucklePodcast. You can tumble with us on Tumblr at PucklePodcast.tumblr.com. You can subscribe to our subreddit, r slash Puckle. You can go ahead and review us on iTunes if you haven't. Uh, we really enjoy that. It helps all of our people find our show. You can go ahead and, af- after all, check out Patreon.com if you have a little bit of extra money. There's some new tiers up there. And uh, we're doing really good this month. So thank you to everybody doing it. If you're a patron, uh, starting next month, you will be getting the uh, the commentary that track that Ethan and I made for Pokemon the Movie 2000. Or Pokemon the first movie, not Pokemon the Movie 2000. That's one we're going to do. Um, so... Uh, real, uh, pl- uh, oh, real we quick should, plug. We should do that when I come up too. Oh, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we should totally quick, do that. Quick yeah, plug, go for it, you sure. Uh, the TCG cast is this week, uh, so I uh, hope you guys uh, can uh, listen to that episode. And please send all your emails uh, or uh, Puckle. Um, I'm sorry, Cat. Who's that Pokemon? Fifteen question suggestions uh, over to us, and uh, we'll get to get those emails on the show. Yep. Uh, and then last thing, I've been meaning to say this on the show. Well, first of all, if you want to buy a Puckle t-shirt, Etsy.com slash shop slash Puckle Podcast. But last thing, uh, PucklePodcast.com is a great place to go for multiple reasons because, one, I've been meaning to do this for the past, like, month and a half. Um, so it turns out iTunes has a limit on the number of episodes you can post on it. Uh, really? That number – yeah, that number being 300. <gasps> uh, so <laughs> it turns out that mm. with all of the extra shows we've been putting out on a monthly basis – Oh, we no we way. have we have surpassed that about a month and a half ago, um. So the so they're gone on iTunes, but that doesn't mean they're gone forever. If you want to go listen to, I believe it's like the first twenty episodes now. <laughs> it's something pretty ridiculous. Um, I think it's like the first fifteen twenty episodes you can't listen to on iTunes anymore. Um, you uh-huh. can still uh first fifteen episodes. You can go to pucklepodcast.com and all of the episodes are still there, guys. Um, that will work on your phone as well. If you're trying to listen to it on the go, you can still go to pucklepodcast.com, go to the directory and find those episodes. What number is today's podcast? 271. Wow. I did not realize we were that close to 300. Yeah. 300 is this year. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> most of them have wow. been done in the past like three years too, oh, or three yeah, and a half no, years. I mean, every, every 50 is a year. Yeah. It's really weird. Like most of them so, have been done very yeah. recently. Like uh, when we started going on like a schedule was 115. Yeah. And so pretty much everything from 115 has been like new era puckle of putting quotes. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So check that out, guys. Uh, if you're interested in seeing those old episodes, I just want, I wanted to make a PSA about that just in case because uh, oh. Snag brought it up to me about like two months ago and I completely forgot to mention on the show. So, um, also on the website, uh, kind of hate to sandbag you and bring this up on air, but, uh, the, the banners for, uh, if you go to the episodes, the banners stop at like 140 or 240. We'll fix that. We'll yeah. fix that. So I was like looking like, oh, I'll just get the, like the last three episodes that I haven't got yet. And I was like, we'll fix the, oh, the links. The, those pages, the pages exist for those. <laughs> they just aren't on that directory right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. But we will we'll go ahead and update those. Yes. Well, yeah, I called you out, so now you have to. No, no, I do. I do have to. I, you're 100 percent correct. It's a lot of date, and I need to be better about it. So we are gonna. That's it for the show today, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to us. <laughs> I I am Trainer Thatch. I'm the fluffiest whimsicott. And I'm Gator Maximus. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, 
It's closing time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.